Welcome to Right Way Politics. We do politics the right way, the winning way, and we leave the left way behind. And what a big, big news week it has started to be with the big announcement of the indictment of former president and presidential candidate Donald Trump and a interesting turn of events in the Joe Biden re-election campaign that has not been formally announced and a bunch of people scratching their heads wondering if uh, there is some weakness in the sitting president's re-election hopes. Quite a few voters think that uh, it's time for somebody new and that's on the Democratic side of the aisle, not just the Republican side. Hi, I'm Brian Kerwin, Right Way Politics, and we'll start off with a very simple analysis. I'm not a lawyer. I don't have legal analysis for the Trump indictment from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Uh, Of course, Trump denied and pled not guilty to all 34 of the charges against him. And there are questions about statute of limitations. There are questions about if these are actually felonies. Um, Why is the one thing that would make them a felony hidden from view and not part of this indictment? Just politically, it seems like something that would be very easy to accomplish, throwing mud at Donald Trump, who's Poll numbers and personal popularity have never been exceedingly high, but even Democrats are admitting that this may be a uh, about as weak an indictment as they could have hoped for. Uh, certainly, they can make a lot more hay with other cases that are going on in other states and other things that they'd like to throw the book at Donald Trump about, but this seemed like it fell very flat in the fact that they're going to be in discovery and pretrial motions and all that for months, and there will not be another appearance in court until December. This seems like a uh, a recipe for Donald Trump to play victim and look like, uh, as has been done frequently with him, this is another case of them basically lying and basically abusing him. Going back to the Steele dossier, which was a phony, a fake, uh, to some of these accusations, which the People involved to deny that even happened. 34 falsifying business records, barely misdemeanors in any other setting, with a two-year statute of limitations. Uh, And this goes back to before Trump was even president. This is uh, a head-scratcher to a lot of people. And it may, politically, cause more trouble for the Democrats than for Donald Trump, if this looks flat. And this comes out to be a giant nothing burger. It's going to look like they will keep going until they find a crime that fits. And it's not going to work very well in the timeline. By the time any of these get in front of a judge, we're going to already know whether or not Donald Trump's got the Republican nomination for president. And it almost looks like the Democrats are trying to make Donald Trump the Republican nominee by making him a victim. It is a long way to go to get that done. I seriously just think that this is a mess. Uh, They were misled by the DA that he had more information than he has, and he keeps crossing his fingers, and he keeps telling them, wait till you see, wait until you see. It's just going to give Donald Trump arguments that they're out to get him by any means necessary. It's just going to give that credence. 
so not a good week for the Democrats. Not a great week for Trump. It's never a good look to have to stand up in front of a judge and say not guilty. Um, I'm sure he rather would not have had to do that. Um, but definitely not a winning week for the Democrats. They should have had a much stronger case, uh, at least on their very first one. And if other uh, things in other states would have been something uh, with a bit more teeth on it, maybe that is what they needed to do. Uh, in fact, I've seen stories where this DA actually had told the press and told the sources that there was nothing to this investigation and that he wasn't going to pursue it. And then all of a sudden, he suddenly found information or talked to people that convinced him otherwise. This guy campaigned for the job as I'm going to get Donald Trump. They got a judge who's a Biden donor when Biden ran against Donald Trump. A whole lot about this just stinks. And uh, and who knows? Who knows? Alan Dershowitz has said previously that if it gets in front of a New York jury, a New York jury will convict Donald Trump. And it really doesn't matter what the crime is. Uh, that's a political trial. And it just falls right into the hands of what Donald Trump has said. Um, other news this week, a Kennedy is in the fold, and it's not one that's making Democrats very happy. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has filed to run for president against Joe Biden. He will primary Joe Biden. Uh, not exactly. Uh, this is, of course, the uh, this is, of course, the 69 year old son of the assassinated Senator Robert F. Kennedy and nephew of President John F. Kennedy. He's not one the Dems are proud of, that's for sure. He, his biggest show in the media has been an anti-vaxxer. He has uh, basically talked about uh, more than just the COVID vaccine. He's been anti-vaccine. He's been anti-vaccine uh, for quite a few years and uh, has been denounced by several Kennedys for his anti-vaccine views. Kennedy has also published a book called The Real Anthony Fauci goes after Dr. Fauci, accusing the famous Dr. Fauci, disease chief, of a coup d'etat against Western democracy and has invoked Nazi Germany in his anti-vaccine speeches. So this is not exactly uh, ask not what your country can do for you kind of Kennedy. Uh, this is somebody that's pretty embarrassing to be put on the stage against Joe Biden, and I don't think he gets much of a threat. But it does make me look at a few uh, polls where things are actually kind of shaping up, but they're not exactly shaping up in the way that we would hope. The uh, right track, wrong tracks are pretty much where they've been. The Democrats and the Republicans see the economy somewhat differently. When, when you ask people... Do you think the economy is strong or weak? 58% say weak, but that is actually fairly low from the past 12 months. And the people who think the U.S. economy is strong is 42%. It's a famous uh, Harvard-Harris poll came out in March. 42% say the economy is strong, and that is up. That is the highest in the past two years. So while these numbers aren't fantastic for Biden, they're better than they've been in a while. But when you look at his approval rating, it's pretty stable. It's where it has been for at least the last six months. His uh, approval rating on specific issues 
they're underwater. They're in the low 40s, um, low 40s on the economy, uh, low 40s on immigration, low 40s on crime, low, high 30s, actually, in dealing with inflation. And that is the, but that is the highest that it's been in a year. So while he's not doing fantastically in the polls, he's doing better than he has in a year. So he's got to be happy with the direction of that. But when you ask Democrats about running for president and should uh, Biden be the nominee, that's where he gets in trouble. Uh, this poll asks Democrats, uh, do you have concerns about Joe Biden's fitness? Mental Is he mentally fit to serve as president? And 25% of Democrats have doubts about his mental fitness for office. It's one out of every four Democrats. It's enough to win the primary, but it's enough to go limping into a general election. When you ask Democrats, do you think Joe Biden is too old or showing that he's too old to be president? 40% of Democrats say he is showing that he is too old. When 40% of your base is saying, I don't think he's all there. I think it's time for someone else. You either have a big, big passion deficit going into a general election or a possibility that somebody else is going to step up and give him a run. Again, these numbers aren't catastrophic for an incumbent president, uh, but it does make you scratch your head. We're still a year from the primaries. We're about about 11 months from the first primary, so uh, people are going to start lining up. Um, When you look on the Republican side, it's pretty much Trump, DeSantis, and everybody else in single digits. If Trump had head-to-head against DeSantis or any one of his uh, opponents for the nomination, he would trounce them. But of course, these rarely get to one-on-one races until well after Super Tuesday. But most people are thinking, and most Republicans think, Trump has got the nomination locked. That's 57% of Republicans polled say they expect Trump to be the nominee. But when you ask about Biden, if the presidential primary would would be held today, what would Joe Biden's vote be? Would you vote for Joe Biden? Only 41% of Democrats would vote for Joe Biden in a presidential primary. Uh, Kamala Harris comes in second. Bernie Sanders has still got single-digit support. Hillary Clinton is in the top four. That's got to make Republicans happy. But the list goes long. But when you basically have four, and this notice this, 41% would vote for Joe Biden. Uh, it's a lot of Democrats that would rather vote for somebody else other than Joe Biden if they had the chance. And if you, if Biden doesn't get the nomination or decides not to run, Harris is the odds-on favorite. Number two is Hillary Clinton. So if Biden's out, they go back to Clinton or Kamala Harris. Republicans would be salivating at that chance. And I think uh, Donald Trump would have a blast. There's really no odds-on favorite for somebody when only 41% of Democrats would vote for Joe Biden today, if the primary was held today, you really got problems on your hands. And the list is a mile long of people they'd rather support other than Joe Biden. It's uh, pretty scary. Um, of course, Trump beats Biden by four points, beats Harris by 10 points. DeSantis beats Biden by three points and Harris by eight points. Even Nikki Haley beats Kamala Harris, but loses to Joe Biden head-to-head in this poll. 
when we ask everybody, not just Democrats, should Biden run for a second term? 60% say no, but that includes Republicans. Do you think Donald Trump should run for president? Again, 55% no, but that includes Democrats. But that's the muscle here. Biden has got to secure passionate support among his base. And here's the problem that he has. Here's the uh, serious problem going into next year. While his numbers are kind of solidifying and it's not as bad as they were last year with inflation and the economy in turmoil, things are kind of settling for Joe Biden. But it looks like the Democrats think they're settling for Joe Biden too. Uh, there's no passionate support for Joe Biden. His passionate support is way low. And his uh, and 60% roughly of Democrats, if they had to vote today, wouldn't vote for him to be the Democratic nominee. That is serious, serious trouble for Joe Biden entering the final year before the elections really get going. And wonder if Joe Biden is heading towards a little bit of 1968 uh, is there a little bit of LBJ when his party basically abandons him uh, and he runs for re-election and does so horribly in the first primary that he's embarrassed out of the race himself and declares that he's not going to compete for a second term? <laughs> the fact that you get a Robert F. Kennedy son primary, Joe Biden in 2024, does bring back echoes of 1968 when LBJ was running for re-election and did not really passionately compete, but was so embarrassed by almost losing the New Hampshire primary, despite not even campaigning for it, in fact, not even having a name on the ballot, didn't even put the time in to actually go and campaign and file in, in New Hampshire, almost lost it, and subsequently pulled out and said that he was not going to run for re-election. Uh, the country's problems were too great. Uh, it wound up being Hubert Humphrey getting into the race within a month of Johnson's withdrawal and Robert F. Kennedy's assassination, changing the entire race and bringing forth Richard Nixon against Hubert Humphrey uh, in a race that Nixon won pretty handily. Uh, 1968 could be the year that we look to for comparisons for 2024. Uh, like I said, it's not like Biden's got plummeting poll numbers and he's on the downward slope. He's solidifying. But among Democrats, if you ask them to be honest, a giant chunk of them are waiting for somebody else to take the reins. That's the way it looks this week. We hope you find your way back to right-way politics. This is Brian Kerwin. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>